Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brendan Escott is with us. Brendan, you are a fan of uh, which of the royal pizzas? Which one's yours? <laughs> uh, I claim the Texan. Okay, we've got Reed Wilkins here from Inside Sports. Bob? And you're, uh, you're, you're a popular guy in Alberta because your favorite pizza at Royal Pizza is? Oh, meat lovers. Yeah. Yes. I don't even know if I've ever tried another kind. Really? You've pretty, never had Pretty the, close-minded of me, eh? Yes. To have well, a favorite and then not try anything else. Well, we've heard that about you over the years, but uh, <laughs> uh, the Mediterranean chicken. Hey, I want to put a shout-out to uh, Josh Marshall, the Two Mutts podcast. He had me on. Uh, they uh, What do they call that now when they put the podcast out there? I guess it's up, it's launched, and all that. So check it out. Uh, just type up Two Mutts podcast. In there. Is it a new one? Yeah, it's a new one. Yeah, you were the first guest? of the, uh, this. I don't know if I was the first guest of the season, but I was... Where I was, are they based? In Edmonton. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But Josh is a Leafs fan, and then his buddy is a, a Calgary fan. And they both live in Edmonton. Yes. And are they doing an Oilers-centric podcast or an NHL-centric? Well, they kind or? of do an NHL one, and then they... Okay. They, they, yeah. Have you ever met them? I don't think so. What are the, What's his name again? Jo- Josh Marshall. Joshua Marshall. I don't think so. Okay. I'm sorry, Joshua. Okay. Um, yeah. He's, 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 uh, Brendan, you've met him, haven't you? Or you've communicated with him over the years, no, I think? I have uh, played ball hockey against uh-huh. him, as a matter of fact. Is he any good at ball hockey? Uh, I think so. He, oh, he is pretty good at ball yeah, hockey. Too bad. As good as Tony Brower? Apparently, Tony's quite good no, at ball Tony's hockey. Tony's like a national-level player. Can he skate? Tony? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because he's a bit like George Plimpton. He wants to do all the different stuff every time he does an event. Like, that's who Tony is. You know who George Plimpton Tony, was? Tony, you're comparing Tony Burrard to George Plimpton. Well, George Plimpton was like a Detroit Lions quarterback. He was paper yeah. Lion, and then he went in goal for the Boston yeah, Bruins. he did all preseason. these. I don't know if Tony would. Those were stunts. Did Tony do that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, I, Tony did the skills. Tony's a national-level ball hockey player, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. He's, he's a... He's a the only. I've only got him mad at him once. He had a hamstring issue, and he accidentally kicked me on the plane about four times. And how many listeners right now wish they could do that? Uh, Reed, yesterday we had Craig Metavish on the show. We're going to go to the Orders Now Audio Vault for Direct Work. We're excited to announce their women's only workwear store. It's now open, located four doors north of Direct Workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. Here is Craig Metavish on yesterday's show. Craig's appearances for Contract Equipment Limited. Mac T likes the Oilers chances this year. If I had to pick a team that I wanted to watch on a day-to-day basis, it would absolutely be the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, I really feel uh, that they're driven by the right guy. And he's a he's a serious hockey player. And uh, he's brought a level of seriousness to the group that leaders do. And I think this is a really driven team. And I think they're going to, I would suspect they will win this year. There you go. That is music to the ears of our listeners right now. What do you think, Reed? 
Well, is I, this I, the I, year? I'm going to put you on the no, spot. No, I'm not going to make a Stanley Cup pick right now, Bob. I don't care if you put me on the spot. We'll do our predictions closer to the start of the season, and that's when I'll reveal my prediction. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we can do an hour. Brendan, can we do an hour-long show or a prediction show, given all the uh, regular guests that we've lined up on the show here to a day for the entire season? I what don't is, think we have time. You don't but, think we have We're going to have to cut it down. We'll, make, we'll make time. We'll make time? Uh, yeah. But I, the, look, the Oilers are a t- short list contender, five or six teams. Sure. Like, there's, there's no doubt about it. I think, I mean, we we make predictions for fun. Making predictions mid-September, even start of the regular season, is a, a bit of a fool's errand because so much changes over the course of the season. There's all, there's usually a team that is derailed by something, often injuries, that you expect to be in the playoffs are good and, and doesn't get in. last year. And there's usually a team, Seattle, that you think, ah, they're not ready, and then they get into the playoffs, and then they even win a round, yeah. almost two. So uh, it's so hard to predict things that happen down the road, but I, 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 let, let's list the six teams. Uh, let, let's do a shortlist. Let's do the Stoffer wilkins escott shortlist. All Oilers, right. Avalanche, Leafs, I'd still put the lightning on there. Okay. Who else is up there, Brendan? Are we, do we, do we, do we put th- Boston there? Because they just had 100,000 points. I have three teams in the West. I have uh, Dallas, Colorado, and Edmonton. I did not have Vegas there this year. Okay? Isn't that interesting? Well, and let me ask, and I'm not asking you in the way that I think you're wrong. I'm actually curious, why do you have Dallas? Because I, th- I think they have the perfect combination of veteran experience and star young players, and they're good in goal. Right? Yeah, they're a team yeah. that I was going to bring up as well. I think they've got a, a Vesna candidate for the next potentially five years or so, maybe Ten. more. Yeah. Ten. Um, <laughs> they've got Miro Haskinen, and if you look back at the list of Stanley Cup winners, you've traditionally seen not only a solid goaltender, but a Norris caliber defenseman as yeah. well. So they've got that in place before you even talk about Robertson, etc. Yeah, they're, I, to me, Dallas is legitimate. Colorado I'd, I could I, Vegas probably is in the mix, and and all like if we're looking at six, because how many in the other conference would you say? I'm with you on the Leafs all day, and all, I, and all I sti- day on Toronto, and I still day. have to put Tampa Bay on the list. Same here. I mean, they did win the conference three of the last four years, yeah. but they didn't last year, and they st- they got a goalie that's there every and year. And again, like you know, what's crazy about Tampa, you guys. They played better this past year than they did the year before when they beat the Leafs. Like the three games in Tampa Bay that Toronto won in overtime, Toronto was damn lucky to win. Toronto played better the year before, but Toronto's right there. So I got Toronto and Tampa. Who else do you have out east? Oh, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. consider Carolina. Okay, but how? Like, here's the thing: Are we fo- sorry, Brendan? Are we foolish not to say Boston, even though they had a key no. retirement? No, we're foolish. You, it, no, you I mean, they totally. had. What did they have? What they, was the point? Final point total? It doesn't matter. They don't have the same centers, man. Like okay, the, the fair whole enough. culture and identity of that team has changed. But I think they're going to be a team looking to add a significant center, whether it's an Elias Lindholm out of Calgary, something like that. But they're a team that's not satisfied not well, being in the thick of things, if right? They get Elias Lindholm done, then yes, they're they're back in it. But they just lost Bergeron and Krejci. And Bergeron's a huge loss for that team. But they didn't, I know he played well, but they didn't lose him in his prime. They lost, you know, the tail end of his career. Right. And I, I do believe that that so is, is replaceable. I, w- I would say you can't roll Boston so, out, and I would take him before Carolina. You would take Boston before Carolina, Brent? Or, or, oh, that's a good one. See, 
like Boston is so interesting to talk about because they they got upset in a in tragic fashion for them, not for people who don't like the team. Hey, Dad, uh, but <laughs> but uh, it, it was. I mean, you, 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 here's the thing. Boston could deprove by 15 points and that would still be the President's Trophy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or Stanley Cup contender. So we're talking uh, a win and a half a month and they'd still be easily into the playoffs. Now, can they do that? Are their goaltenders going to repeat what they did this this past year? Car- Carolina is up there. And when you meant, now maybe this team that I'm going to mention is probably a second-tier team, and that's the Devils. Oh, how did I miss the Devils? But you, I don't know if you can put them in the top tier oh, no, yet. I think the Devils are damn close. Okay, but that's still not... So you know what? My six teams, three in the West. I don't have the Stanley Cup Finals, Vegas, who beat Edmonton. But I've got the Oilers, Colorado, and Dallas in the West. And in the East, I would have Tampa. I would have Toronto. And I, I think I'd have New Jersey ahead of Carolina. So there's my. I'd have Carolina head of New Jersey, and then it's hard to leave Boston out. I'd probably be tempted, Bob, and I don't disagree with anything you said about Dallas, but now Vegas has done it with that group of players. Yeah, and that's fair. And a big question will be is Aiden Hill actually that good? I mean, he's got the ring, so he did it it once. Is he going to be good over a whole season? Brandon, who do you have as your sixth then? I'm looking at Toronto, Boston, and Tampa in the East, to be honest with you. And then they're, they're all in the same division. Well, gee whiz. Well, that's that fine. Me I mean, <laughs> we're just making a short list. I yeah. mean, we could have five in one conference if we wanted and yeah. one in the other. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think here's the thing that pains me is just watching Gabriel Landeskog start the season on IR no or LTIR, knowing that Colorado has an opportunity now to play that exact well, same game that Vegas did. Can he come back for the playoffs? Because a lot of people think he might be out the entire year. They've with the signing today of Tatar, which by the way Frank Cervalli mentioned on yesterday's show, one point seven five million. They have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cap space. They're seven million bucks over the cap, and they have two hundred and fifty thousand left to spend. So they're not adding anybody else. I thought Tatar might end up in New Jersey. I talked to somebody from New Jersey a week ago. I thought he might end up back there. Um, so I, I wouldn't put New Jersey in my top six because I, I I think you and I know the Oilers haven't won the cup, but they do have a significant amount of playoff experience over the last two years. You know, and, and even the 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 painful losses to Winnipeg and Chicago as well. They've been in, in every year. Uh, New Jersey was still a bit of a surprise last year, so I, I think it's okay. Have you have to repeat it? Because if I'm picking six favorites or a short list of favorites for a particular season, I tend to go back more than the just recent year to see the overall trajectory and experience of the team. Yeah. Which is probably why I would give Vegas a slight edge over Dallas. Though I know Dallas has had some other runs that have been deep. When we come back, we're going to talk about tough guys because it has something to do with this day in Oilers history. Reed Wilkins, Brennan Escott, myself, this is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott, Kellen Kennedy. Reed Wilkins has joined us in studio. He'll set up inside sports in a second. But not before we go to Listing Oilers History New West Travel. Join the four-night Nashville roadie. You fly nonstop. Flair Airlines. Watch the Oilers play the Preds this October. Call New West Travel and visit newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. We go back to 1985 when Oilers GM Glenn Sather acquires tough guy Marty McSorley from the Pittsburgh Penguins for Gilles Maloche and uh, Tim Reinwich. The uh, McSorley, he became the 
Gretzky's bodyguard. He played 160 games for the Oilers through the 80s, racked up 647 penalty minutes before he was sent to Los Angeles along with Gretzky in 1988. An era in which everybody was happy to be traded away from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, they, of course, they, very, they changed over good. the next few years, but yes. And it was funny because Mac T was talking about how players wanted to come to Edmonton in the mid-1980s because they had Gretzky and Mark Messi at that time. So where would Marty rank all time in terms of the, the tough guys for the Oilers? Because he became a villain when he went to L.A. As yeah, I mean, I, I still have, and maybe part of it is the age you were when you watch these guys. I mean, Semenko, obviously, and we lost him too soon. I still have a soft spot for Dave Brown. You know, <laughs> he was very tough. And, uh, and I remember he had that long, I don't know what it got to, but he had that long goal streak that one season. Yeah. Everybody was cheering for him to score. Brendan, do you ever watch the old fights on YouTube? Because I don't want to upset our friend Chris and Victoria, because now that Ryan Nugent Hopkins has a 100-point season, he doesn't complain about him anymore. So, stop or you're talking about fighting. But do you ever watch any of the, like, because you weren't, like, I grew up watching it, and, and for me, Dave Brown was a cold-blooded assassin. Yeah. Like, he, I think he was the best, pure, he was the purest fighter and the meanest of the guys. Like, Kevin McClelland was the gamest. Dave Semenko was prepared to cross the line and do stuff like, you know, knee guys in the head and, uh, you know, land two punches before. Like, he he knew how to hurt guys. Just think about the rest of the list, even from a more modern time. Guys George. like George. Guys yeah. like, um, Louis DeBrus. you know, Steve McIntyre even. I'm thinking maybe guys with shorter tenures yeah. here. But, uh, you know, players that played in Edmonton and still filled that role. It is a long list of guys that could be compiled to choose from from Oilers Tough guys. I mean, LaRock would be top three in terms of his... I mean, he could... He could. He he was not necessarily a guy that picked on smaller players. And looking back at it, and I, I chided him about it, and you know, then he decided to pick on me, and I deserved it. I had a comment <laughs> to me, so he ran over me one time out at hockey, and uh, I, I, they still haven't found my glove, which went falling off in the yard sale. So there you go. But Dave Brown, in terms of, he was a six foot four lefty, six foot five lefty, and he could. He, he, I mean, there's very few players he lost fights to yeah. in his NHL career. I'd say I, you, we could debate the order, but I, I think Brown, LaRock, and Semenko. Yeah. And maybe there's some nostalgia in there with Mar- Semenko. I mean, Marty, but Marty was has, tough, though. Marty fought long fights. Two fights with Louis DeBrus <laughs> went over two minutes. <laughs> well, wasn't it? Wasn't and he with that brief stint with Pittsburgh when he fought Probert and they and that, started by one might, net? That might Didn't be they the, go the whole length of the ring? That might be the best fight of all time. Yeah, I think they went the whole length of the ring. I mean, Proby's the guy they're all compared to. Sure. So, there you go. All right, what do you have on Inside Sports? Oh, uh, Eugene Lewis from the Elks and uh, Jack Michaels. I thought you were going to say Eugene Levy at first. I was like, boy, that's a real He'd be fun to interview. Yeah, Yeah, Eugene Levy. (laughs) We were talking about John Candy. You were on the night we were talking about John Candy. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. I, I can't tell a story on the air, but there was a really funny... Well, John Candy? P-I-P-A, Politically Incorrect Public Address, and John Candy one time. I'll tell you once we're done, but it's quite the story. You'll, you'll get a chuckle. Okay. It, it would have well, been, been the last time the guy ever would have been doing PA. And it, it, no, it wasn't. It's not what you think it was. It was just kind of funny. It was a funny comment. Uh, all right. Uh, so here's the deal. Brendan, you're going to host Oilers now tomorrow. Who do you got on the show tomorrow? 
We'll connect with uh, not only Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. Well, technically, I guess you already have. So we'll play that interview. Elliot Friedman is going to join us uh, from NHL Hockey on Rogers for our friends at Abe's Door Service and NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling as well. Again, Reed Wilkins coming up with Eugene Lewis as well as Jack Michaels. Uh, coming up next, a global news weather traffic update with James Dunn. Then Reed takes over with Inside Sports. So long, everybody from Oilers now.